Got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And good Tuesday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I about said Friday. I ain't going to lie yeah. to you. I, I'm alongside Carson Crouch here on a Tuesday edition yep. of The Grind. And, uh, and and Carson, election day. So, man, we've just got an hour just jam-packed full of election coverage. Yeah, I don't think so. Not really. Not really. If you're interested in election conversation, this will not be the hour for you. Uh, check out any of your local listings. Again, either either side of that coin you want to flip to. Uh, just won't be here. We're going to talk sports here. Uh, that's what we do, and that's what we're going to provide is a a safe space. I will not say any precincts reporting. I will not say who's leading in the polls, <laughs> and I will not. Yeah, I will not Let's cast a vote. Look that some. Look that up somewhere else. We will do our best. But uh, going to talk a little NFL uh, today. Got a little trade deadline discussion. Winners, losers there, and then also. Just some, just some moving around. You know, Wisconsin had to cancel another game. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be, uh, you, you know, this was a team that looked pretty good coming out of the gate, and then their season not only just slowed down, but came to a screeching halt with the yeah. COVID and coronavirus outbreak. But uh, you know, NFL uh, has provided a lot of ups and downs. Uh, if you're if you're on the uptick, you're you're a Steelers fan. You you may be. I don't know. You may be a Saints fan, but uh, or you could be on the flip side of the, the coin. You yeah. could be a uh, you could be like us. You could uh, be Broncos. Broncos fan. We're kind of in the middle. We're kind of in the middle section. That Chargers win um, last Sunday was pretty big, though. We really like have had the Chargers number for like a long time. Yeah, a long time. But or you could be on the flip side of the coin. The Cowboys. Yeah. The Jets. The Jets. And the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. Because they're they're really like they they make you stress out because they're mm-hmm. like, oh man, they're gonna. Oh no, they're not. Yeah, just no, a rough, not. just a rough couple games for them. Uh, well, their whole season's been kind of a. Hey, maybe maybe the key to it is is playing on Thursday. Hey. Falcons got the victory over the Panthers on Thursday night, twenty-five to seventeen. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. Matt Ryan didn't look great in that in that matchup. 21 of 30, 280 yards, passing, one interception. Didn't even throw a touchdown. Mike Davis for, for Carolina hemmed up to 13 carries, 66 yards. But Julio Jones, really the difference in the football game, seven catches, 137 yards, man possessed, and uh, they get the victory 25-17. to 17. Really uh, lost the first quarter on the scoreboard 7-6, to six, lost the or tied the third quarter 3-3, three, three, but outscored them in the second and the fourth to really uh, hem that one up and get a victory and get to 2-6, two 2-2 and six, two and two on the road. But uh, the Falcons, both of their wins coming away from uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. Falcons, uh, they needed that win, I think, just to get the team hyped and back up because I'm telling you, a lot of people down here in Tennessee are Atlanta Braves fans. 
A lot of them are Atlanta Falcons fans, so some of these guys down here, I've been, uh, especially some of my friends are Atlanta fans, so trying to see what the Falcons can do here with the rest of the season, see what they can do. The Carolina Panthers, though, they've been hurt with some injuries, losing their best player on the team, the uh, highest-paid running back of all time, Christian McCaffrey, uh, to a big, I think it was a uh, ACL injury. I'm not for sure. That might have been Saquon. I think he had an ankle injury, but Saquon, I think uh, Christian should be back. I don't know. Well, he's going to need to be back. They're yeah. three and five on the season now after a loss to the Falcons. Again, a home loss to the Falcons, which is is even worse. But uh, just just unable to get off the ground running. And and Joe Brady and 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 coaching staff. I mean, Joe Brady's the offensive coordinator. But uh, you, you look at 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 the college level coaches that's coming into this. I think there's some growing pains being had there. But I think when your your idea of a of a primo starter was Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think you built this thing on really strong legs. No, because no, he's been everywhere. I mean, he's been Saints. Yeah, he's been more injured than he's been anywhere else. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, they they've got some work to do. But they're three and five on the season, and and in a in a position uh, that they can they they need to to get quite a bit better. Yep. On Sunday, uh, the Bills took down the Patriots, twenty-four to twenty-one. Uh, Patriots now two and five, zero and three on the road. The Bills are six and two, three and one at home. The question was raised this week, especially after last night's victory by the the TB Buccaneers, Tom Brady Buccaneers. But uh, the discussion was made when TB left New England: Is it Belichick? Is it Tom Brady that makes the difference? Yeah. Has that discussion been answered? I think I think it, they both I think they both are great in their own. I mean I think Bill Belichick's one of the greatest coaches to ever coach, and I think Tom Brady's one of the ever QB best QBs to ever play. Excuse me, and I think I think they're struggling right now. I think losing Tom Brady, I think bringing in a guy Cam Newton that's been cut has rough seasons ever since that MVP and that Super Bowl loss. He has not been able to do what he has want has people wanted him to do. So I think it just comes down to that quarterback play, and I think that they're struggling right now with that. I think the defense has looked good at some some mm. points because I mean the defense is not bad. They have Stephon Gilmore. They got guys all over the field. Reuben Foster could play ball, but I think they're just struggling right now. I think they're just in a war. I think they're well. I just think offensively they're a little limited. I yeah. mean, you look at what Tampa Bay and they're six and two. You look at what they've got offensively. I mean, they're they're a who's who of maybe maybe some questionable uh, uh, locker room presence, but yeah. their on the field presence is very very good. And and Tom Brady's been able to do what he can do with Bruce Arians' offense, and uh, and, and he they've really showed out because they've put together the puzzle. Here's the difference, and and my my side of the coin is that I still think it's a Belichick thing. I think they're still they're both really good in their own right. But uh, the Matt Castle going winning ten ball games, taking the Patriots to the playoffs, makes me think Bill Belichick will have them back. Yep. Now, is it going to be is it going to be as turnkey as it was when Tom Brady was there? That was a position you didn't have to worry about. No, I think he's going to have to find that next big thing. But I, I do see uh, could this be a situation to where uh, the Patriots are kind of doing what a lot of teams do, and they're just uh, they're riding it out. And they're gonna get them. Uh, they're gonna get a really fancy draft pick and get yeah. a really good player. We see that in the NBA a lot. Tanking, um, taking that, you know, not making the Super Bowl or not making a, you know, championship. So is it, so. Is it lose for Lawrence this year? 
Well, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get Lawrence because I think the Jets already have that in the bag. Unless uh, oh, they're people... they're dumb enough to trade it away. Yeah, they it's probably fun. are. And honestly, there's been people tell him to stay another year in college if the Jets have the first pick. And I'm sorry, but we've talked about that before. And the Jets, if he goes to the Jets, he's just going to be another Sam dinged up Darnold. <laughs> Sam dinged up Darnold. Because you got to look at it. He's been injured so much, and he's a guy that everybody had really high hopes for just because he was a pro, you know that pro style quarterback everybody liked he had a good arm and he's got no offensive line so i think trevor lawrence needs to go somewhere where i think he has some wide receivers to even catch the ball i mean goodness i'm just trying to think of where that could be cuz i mean you know teams that i'm sitting here you yeah, know that have a chance to get it i mean atlanta green well i mean there's some truth there i mean they <coughs> got julio uh, Julio, of course, is. I mean, he's. Who just, else do they have, though? I mean, really? Well. Because they got rid of, like, Austin Hooper. I well, thought he was a pretty. The running back's Todd. Todd Gurley. I mean, he's just doing average. Yeah. Well, Todd Gurley's been hit a lot. I mean, he has. He's, yeah. He's, he has. Uh, he's got some mileage there. But um, I, I don't know. I, I'm interested. I mean, I'm trying to think of other bad teams. You, you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. the Patriots are right in that mix. Jaguars. Uh, the Falcons are in that mix. Uh, Eagles. The Panthers are in that mix. I think they're fighting their way to stay out of it. Uh, Bengals aren't going to go for a quarterback. They they just got Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. um, the Lions don't really need a quarterback as of now. Um, the Vikings. The Vikings? Yeah. That could be an interesting landing spot. Mm-hmm. What about the one and seven Giants? Now, it's you hard look at that. Say. Daniel Jones, I'm telling you, they like him, though. I don't know. They they some of these people really like him, and I don't know. <laughs> Chris Hip says the Carolina Panthers. Well, look, I can see that. I think with oh, if you put Trevor and you got Christian McCaffrey in that backfield, it could be nasty. That could be that could be a uh, a big difference. What about the Eagles? Difference. Yeah, because I mean Nick Foles went to the Bears. But they got Jalen Hurts. Car- Carson. Well, Car- that Carson Wentz is not playing, so. No, Carson Wentz is – I mean, he's injury-prone. I know. That's how well, Nick Foles has a, a – cor- that's how he has a Super Bowl ring. And, I mean, he's doing good at the Bears, I'm telling you. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. May, they hey, got may, a defense, I'm telling Maybe you. the Cowboys will trade for Mitch Trubisky. Well, we've seen – see, here's the thing. With Mitchell, he has some good games. He, he looks like a really good quarterback, and then some games he just doesn't even look like he should belong on the field. But I think he's a guy you could you could bet on. With Dak Prescott, we don't know how he's going to turn out. I mean, these these those injuries that happen like that are just that's RG three waiting to happen, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I'm afraid that's that's where we're at with him, uh, and I hate to see that because I wanted the best for Dak. I, I honestly coming out of Mississippi State just wanted him to make a roster, and he's done a lot more than that. But I think he played his card, and uh, unfortunately, it's going to come back to bite him. He had I think 38 mil on the table mm-hmm. and turned it away to sign that franchise tender. I think that's going to turn out to be a bad decision. It is going to be. I think they're. I mean, they're they're ruthless here in the front offices of these programs. Well, you got to be. Gotta yeah. Be. I mean, yeah. But it's just sad to see a guy like that have an injury, and that's just what happens when you play pro football. Football at all. Yeah. Right. Uh, Titans at the Bengals. The Bengals, uh, and I'm I'm repeating this correctly. Thirty-one to twenty victory over the Tennessee Titans. The previously five and zero. Tennessee Titans lost back-to-back weeks, one to the Steelers, which that's not a bad loss. They're still an undefeated team. But then they lose this past weekend to a previously 
one and five Cincinnati Bengals team uh, got outscored in the second and fourth quarter uh, pretty pretty dramatically and um, give up a thirty-one to twenty yep. loss. Is that? Uh, and again, I think this year has an asterisk around the whole thing based around COVID because there are every week there's players on every team that has a dynamic of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, w- what does this say? I mean, what does this say about the up and down, the the helter skelter of Ryan Tannehill? Uh, what does this say about uh, the head coach? You know, is there is is there anything to read into this, or is this just Joe Burrow finally put it together for one game, and uh, his defense didn't let him down? I think an up and down is a good way to put it. I think Ryan Tannehill isn't a star quarterback. I think he's played good enough to get a couple wins and make the team look good. But I think he's going to have those up and down games. I, I'm not impressed with that Bengals defense. So the, I was a little bit surprised that Derrick Henry wasn't able to uh, do as um, do as much as I thought he would. The offense itself, I think Derrick Henry had the most yards on the offense, if I'm not wrong. No, um, Corey Davis had buck did. 28. Okay, yeah. well – I'm looking at it, and when I look at that, I'm looking. I think Joe Burrow is going to come out with a win here and there. He's competed all year. He's got a great arm. He's got. I mean, we've seen it. This guy's a. This guy's a gym. And he's got a starter goatee, like a starter mustache. Hey, and he's a starter. Star- he's starting to look like a pro. Quarterback. Have you seen that? Yeah, he's turning into a man just right before our eyes, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's. I think he's. I think he's a perfect pick. I think he's going to be something else. I think he's playing great for a rookie. <laughs> Absolutely, he's just got to play for the Bengals. Or as the uh, the show before us calls him, the Bungles. Well, I'm at least he's got AJ Green, Joe Mixon at that running back slot. We AJ Green drops more. I mean, he he really does. He's he's got a case of the dropsies, and I, and that's got probably not on him. That's from a a career of Andy Dalton quarterback, or or the lack thereof, and uh, so. I think Andy Dalton's really trying to acclimate to somebody who knows how to put it in his arm's reach, mm-hmm. just to be quite honest with you. So, no, I, I think the Bengals, they, they, they've got a good quarterback with Joe Burrow. If they can keep him clean, he looks to have a good eye for it, to know when to throw the thing away, know how to scramble out a little bit. So, I like what they're doing. I just hate that he had to upset the Titans. Again, the Titans look to rebound. Bengals look to build on what, what was a, a rough start to 2020. The Raiders knock off the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, 5-3 and three on the season. The Raiders uh, now 4-3 and three on the season after a 16-6 defeat at Cleveland. And uh, honestly, uh, the Raiders just silenced Baker Mayfield. I thought it was the battle of the shortest quarterbacks in the league, uh, Derek Carr and, and Baker Mayfield. But uh, Derek Carr, uh, he, well, uh, he brought the heat a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr, I mean, I think the Raiders, they've proved to be a good team this year. I mean, these they, they've gone and beaten teams that they just surprised me, you know. Yeah. And I think the Browns, being 5-1 and one and now losing those games – they have they have this little they have this little thing to them and everybody believes in Baker and then they don't believe in Baker they want Baker they don't want Baker and I think some games he comes out and plays good and some he doesn't um, with Odell right. being out that's one of his favorite targets I think maybe his favorite target besides uh, him I mean you, you just don't you just don't see it and uh, when he's not out there well, on the field it's a big difference well and, and I'll I don't know if I'm gonna go to his rescue or not but other than this Raiders loss. You got to look at that defense a little bit too, because I mean, in their wins, wins against the Bengals, the Washington football team, the Cowboys, and the Indianapolis Colts, they gave up 30, 20, 38, and 23 points respectively. Yeah. 
You're not going to – I mean, you just can't continue in the NFL to score 35, 49, 38. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've got to put a little bit of the blame – on the defense, but I will say this, uh, you know, and I and I'm kind of poking fun at at the the short quarterbacks, but it's the Derek I can't see over my car versus Baker. I should have drank more Mayfield. Yeah, uh, it's just that was the matchup that was had there. Yeah, and uh, and, and Baker, he's his own worst enemy because he's like a terrible interview when he loses, and and I just I think you got to clean that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I mean the Raiders they beat the Chiefs this year. I mean they 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 come out and they just play sometimes and sometimes they don't. But you're forgetting about the shortest quarterback, Mr. Kyler Murray. Yeah, but he's like he's five he's nine. So he's five, so ten. fast though. Oh, I know. Well, he's he's insanely good. But he looks like you know you know the uh, maybe you know um, Roadrunner. Yeah. Like when he's going, like his from waist to helmet is like stationary. But his feet just keep on trucking. Well, when he was drafted by the Cardinals, nobody thought he was going to be. Everybody thought, well, he's too small to play, but he's Russell Wilson. Not as good, but right now he's not. But, I, I mean, he, he's for sure got the same height and everything, just plays just like him. He's playing really good this season. DeAndre Hopkins is a insane, insane, insane wide receiver. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Colts at the Lions. Colts and Phillip Rivers finally put something together. 41-21 to defeat of the Lions. Uh, Matt Stafford and the Lions, if they're not – if that's not a team of what could have been, what should have been, but ain't, I don't yeah. know what is in the NFL. I, I, I think Matthew Stafford's been at the Lions since I was five years old or something. <laughs> you don't remember him at Georgia? Oh, well – when I started watching you football, say I always old. remember, I always remember Matthew at the Lions, and I mean really? he's he's always he, has he he's been there since he got drafted, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That was their uh, that was their kind of next big thing. And don't get me wrong, he'll he'll jack the yardage up. He'll get a lot of touchdowns, uh, but he'll throw a lot of picks too. I know he and hasn't that, seen. Just, a, they've never been to the point where they feel like they're going to get to the uh, championship. Well, and it's another one of those things. You you know you spend money on quarterback, then you don't have money to pay wide receivers. You pay wide receivers, then you can't get offensive line. You get offensive line, but then you can't get safety. So people score a lot on you. It's just a, it's a revolving door that really makes you know what the Chiefs are able to do. You know what what a lot of these teams like Seattle, uh, even even New England for the length of time that they were mm-hmm. able to do. It's just. That's what makes coaching such a big deal. Yeah. All these guys are pros, but it's about putting it together and doing it for 16 weeks, getting in the playoff run, not getting injuries, da-da-da-da-da. So there's, there's a huge take to, to all of that. But uh, nonetheless, Phillip Rivers said, you know, there's a ton of stuff that he could clean up that he's probably going to need to clean up. But 21 fourth quarter points, uh, I think you got to be excited about that. Jordan Wilkins, uh, the leading res- rusher for for Indianapolis, 20 carries, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Again, Matt Stafford threw for 336 and three touchdowns and didn't win the football game. Yeah, so he had a good he had a good night, but just didn't Not turn out with enough. a dub. Not good enough. But the Vikings knock off the the Green Bay Packers, 28 to 22. Aaron, the Dalvin Cook show. The Dalvin yeah, Cook show. He's a All beast. four touchdowns by Dalvin Cook. Yeah. All three touchdowns uh, by uh, uh, by the by the Packers, uh, I believe, were by 
I think it was Adams. Let me see if I can find that. I think all three of their touchdowns were by Adams. So, literally two guys on the field scored all the points. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dalvin Cook's having himself a year. Uh, he's been he, – Yeah, I, I was right. Devontae Adams, three touchdowns. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, had had uh, three touchdowns yeah, or these, four touchdowns. These guys are breakout players, especially Devontae Adams. Breakout wide receiver, you know, he's not he's not the uh, most known wide receiver, but he is sure getting his name out there, playing great ball this year. And you know where Dalvin Cook was on my fantasy team? Where? On the bench. On the bench, and he put up 40. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's great. great. 44. And I won anyway, though. Just like You so. remember when Derrick Henry had that night? Uh, what was it? What was that when he played the – He ra- I know I know about three weeks ago, he I think he racked up four touchdowns or something, and he had like – 45 or 50 points I played against the guy with him on the on the team it was it was you know once that happened it pretty much was over from there <laughs> I, I know most games that Derrick Henry's played in he's had he's had a really good night just uh yeah, I can't remember animal. the one you're talking about with the four touchdowns but uh you know what we're about 20 minutes through the show so we need to take a break listen to these fine sponsors and when we come back we're going to continue just diving through what happened this past weekend in the NFL in lieu of talking about the election I think that's just the that's the uh, mantra of today. We're talking sports, not the election. Sounds good to me. Absolutely. We're going to take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. We'll be back. You're listening to the Tuesday edition of the Grind. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to ordinary sports radio, one hundred point nine FM, eight fifty AM. Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryland. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, 
that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Tuesday edition. Uh, Again, uh, full disclosure, Carson and I did not look up um, election stuff at the break. Nope. Uh, We talked bad about it, but we didn't necessarily uh, look up anything. But continue on with with our NFL breakdown. The Jets at the Chiefs. That's like comical. Yeah, I want like, I want to go ahead and laugh. The O and eight, so bad. The O and eight Jets, the seven and one Chiefs, thirty five to nine. Honestly, yeah, the Chiefs scored more in the first quarter than it took to beat the Jets. What does that say? That that says a lot. I mean, it's just kind of a sad time. If there was uh, stadiums allowed um, to have people in it, there would be nobody there. Yeah, they're so bad they're turning green. 
I don't even know. They've been so bad for so long. It's just been it's been rough. It's it's bad. The Jets 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 haven't taken off in a long time. Uh, but their their leading kind of score getter, uh, Frank Gore, ten carries, thirty yards, just a mere three yards per carry average. Travis Kelsey had himself a day. Eight catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown. Again, Patrick Mahomes threw for 416 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty nice outing for him. Threw it 42 times, completed 31 of those. Again, for 416 yards. I think the Chiefs are just a very good team. They've got all the pieces in place. Once they get Le'Veon Bell in, involved in this offense, because I think that's the biggest X factor in the NFL, maybe outside Antonio Brown, uh, in the fact that he doesn't have to be the star. Le'Veon yeah. Bell is a starter or was a starter. We'll see what he looks like here. Uh, but uh, got out of the Jets and has an opportunity to go to the Kansas City Chiefs and really pair up nicely with Claude Edwards-Hilaire and, uh, and have a backfield that's really dynamic. Because yep. if you have Hilaire, uh, you, you have Le'Veon Bell, and then you have the running ability – of Patrick Mahomes, you you may could stop all that. With those wide receivers. But you're not going to stop Tyreek Hill. You're not going to no. stop all those other pieces. Uh, I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has had an insane season. I think this guy is going to be – Is he rookie of the year? I think he's up for he's conversation. Right I think Joe Burrow is got to be in that conversation. I know his team's struggling because I don't want to base it off – you can't base rookie of the year off teams. I mean, we've seen Alvin Kamara at the Saints and, yeah. So I, I think I think Joe Burrow's had a great year having to hold up a team as a quarterback. But on to back to Le'Veon. I think Le'Veon putting that veteran kind of leadership kind of there in that backfield too to get Clyde Edwards-Helaire being a rookie, getting him even more uh, understanding how the game works pretty much here in the NFL. Even though he's had a great season, I think it could, I think it can only work out great. Yeah, I mean I think as long as the locker room stays clean. Uh, there'll, there'll be a good good situation there. Uh, the Rams at the Dolphins. Tua gets his first start uh, in a Dolphins uniform. You know, again, the the breakdown that was uh, kind of letting you know um, Fitz Magic know that he's not going to be the guy. Uh, Tua comes in, and and let's just talk. Let's just say it. Uh, Tua looked good in the first half. Uh, scored 28 points in the first half. Kind of got shut out in the second half, but 28 to 17 was the final. In, uh, in what was a really good game. Miles Gaskin helped out Tua in 18 carries for a touchdown. Uh, but uh, is it Tua time in Miami? I think it is. I, I really think I have a lot of hope for him. I think winning that game is huge, especially with the Dolphins trying to bounce back and such. I, th- I, think, he, I think he's the guy. I really do. Let's see how he does in the rest of the season. Yeah, he went 12 for 20 Tua uh, for 93 yards and a touchdown. He did, he did get uh, a sack there. Uh, you know, and, and there's some things he's going to have to grow through. I think Joe Burrow has to grow through some things. I think a lot of these young quarterbacks have to do that. But I thought, uh, you know, he kind of pick and chose what he what he did. I think just the fact that he, you know, kind of had a clean outing uh, was the big thing. And then that defense uh, held down the Rams and, and really uh, forced them into some bad situations. Leading rusher had 47 yards for the Rams. Uh, leading receiver, Cooper Cup, had himself a nice night. 11 catches, 110 yards. Uh, but really, uh, pretty pretty elementary from there. Uh, and I, I just uh, – Jared Goff um, – couldn't overcome what what Miami's defense was putting out there. So the Dolphins now sit at four and three, two and two at home, and the 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to plug in Tua however I can. So they're Tua and Tua at home. Well, I mean, I really don't know how much the uh, – well, I don't know how much the being at home is much of a factor anymore, but it still kind of is just because of the road traveling and stuff. Um, but, I mean, hey, whatever floats the boat here. So, so you're, exactly. I mean, I think I think the proof's in, in how consistent he can be moving forward. Can he stay healthy? Is the, is the you know, all of his injuries that he came out of college with and came into the NFL with, is, is that going to be able to be a thing of the past or is it going to rear its ugly head? What happens – We'll, of course, see in the future. The next game might have been my most intriguing game of the weekend. Steelers at the Ravens. Yep. And the reason I say that is because the Steelers knocked off Derrick Henry and the Titans, and just that dynamic of seeing those two teams back-to-back weeks, I thought that really was going to test the Steelers' ability to to really just be a really good team, or or, or could they be a great team? Yeah. And I think – you know, the way they battled with Lamar Jackson, one, they've seen probably two of the more dynamic players in the league in two weeks successively, Lamar Jackson and then Derrick Henry. But Steelers' defense up to the test both of those weeks. Lamar Jackson had had two touchdowns throwing, had some opportunities running the football. J.K. Dobbins had over 100 yards. But – Kind of Maryville-esque, bend but don't break. Give up a, some points, but not a lot of points. And the Steelers get out of Baltimore with a victory, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, really, if you look at the leaders in the in the game, all the box scores lead to Baltimore. But yeah. who? But the only one that matters is who got the win, who got the loss. Right. I was I was checking my phone um, during this game, and I was like, okay, the Ravens look like they're going to win this game. I th- I believe they were up by I think ten or more at one point, and I think the Steelers. I look on my phone, and it was kind of fourth quarter, and the Steelers kept scoring and scoring, and ended up winning that game. And that defense has just proven itself this year, well, especially with this fiery team in Baltimore. I'll tell you this: if you told me that the Baltimore Ravens Threw for or rushed for 265 yards, had 208 receiving yards, and the uh, leading or the the entire stable of running backs for Pittsburgh had 48 yards. I would have put the house on Baltimore. I would have too. And that's why I don't bet because it didn't happen. 28, 24. You would have been mad. You would have been mad because the whole game the Ravens were leading. Yeah, my boy Jeffy Max happy though. Seven and zero Steelers fan. He's he's been a Steelers fan though. Like he's a uh, he has all the the historical stuff yeah. that uh, puts him where he needs to be. I love to see those teams that you know haven't you know especially last year Steelers were horrible. Last two years they've been pretty bad, and to see those fans that have been with them the whole time, those true fans. It's pretty cool to see the team you know get up and win. I think when well, see, I was a Broncos fan, it was it was very it was very cool to win a Super Bowl. Well, the Steelers, you know, they, they, I believe, have the most Super Bowls of any franchise. Well, other than the Patriots. Well, no, they might have. Or does the Patriots have more? I think they may have more. Or yeah. maybe a tie. Let Google knows. Up. Google knows. How many NFL champ? most NFL championships? Yep, I'm looking that up. Hold on. If you, if you, if you need a visual, it's the swirly little doom, doom, doom. Green Bay Packers. Oh, they don't count. They do count, but they don't count because they won like they won like four of the first five Super Bowls. Yeah. Um. Then you got Pittsburgh Steelers. How many they got? Six. Well, let me look. Let six. me look. I want to say six. Uh. Stuff is not. Stuff is not getting. Hold on. 
List of Super Bowl. It, it's not answering my question like I wanted to. You know what? Most Google sometimes NFL gives me problems. Championships. We're gonna see if if my little my little Chromebook. Or no, the Steelers and the Patriots are tied. The Packers have four. I think it was it didn't count the starting ones. Well, here's the thing. You know, back in the day, it was it, there was an NFL champion and an AFL champion. Yeah, so I think it was counting that. But the real one, based off the Super Bowl, is six and six with the Steelers and the Patriots. The modern era. Yeah, the modern era Super Bowl. Modern era. Yeah, and you know who has five? Um, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, huh? Let me go back to this one. So I I found an article, Business Insiders. Uh, NFL titles, uh, the Packers have nine, but they only have four Super Bowl wins. So we're going to go with Super Bowl wins. The Giants have four. Uh, the Bears have one. The Steelers have six. The Patriots have six. The 49ers have five. Uh, the Cowboys have five. Uh, the Broncos, they're right in there. Hey. The Broncos. They the Broncos. have three. They have three. Hey, so Peyton Manning that got got him one. One, two, three, four. I mean, way I'm looking at it, we're, you know, top six, top seven team in history. Sounds good to I'll me, take right? It. Yeah, I'll let's take get a shirt. <laughs> yeah, put it on a put bumper it on a, sticker. Put it on a bumper sticker, put it on a t shirt. Yeah, total side note here. Are you a bumper sticker guy? No, I'm more of a sticker type of guy. Do you see those people? Like, I feel like there are still people that are very much bumper sticker people. Uh huh. And they're oh, like, yeah. all of them. Well, now it seems like I look at it and I think it's a bumper sticker, and it's a sticker on the back of like, well, have you, you know seen how sometimes those... they're the magnet ones? Right. People are starting to do that now. See, I I like the, like I feel like it's a feast or famine type situation now. Like there's those people that have like, and I'm gonna just use the term trendy, and you take that for what you will. But that they like you know every national park they've ever visited, oh. they have the sticker on the back of their car. Oh, and how many miles they've ran or something yeah. like all the and or how many times their, their kid car. or how many times their kid have got perfect attendance or yeah <laughs> or so, all of those things. Yeah, I've seen so many of those. There'll be like I don't know if I could do 15 stickers on the back of my window. I just really need to see out the back of my window most times. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's important. I'll switch out like two and two. You if, do have a grind sticker on the back of your Yeah, got to always have the grind right around on the it. back, right? Repping it. But anyway, I uh, I've obviously stayed on this website so long it wants me to sign up for the newsletter. Not going to do that. Yeah, no. But uh, anyway, meanwhile, back at the ranch, let me uh, get back to the scores of interest. But, uh, you know, we talked about the Steelers. They defeat the Ravens. The Steelers, honestly, now at 7-0, and uh, their, their next few matchups, uh, you know, the, the question was posed the other day, which one comes first, a Jets win or a Steelers loss? And I really think it might be a Jets win if if you really want to look at it. That's because, what I'm thinking. Because the next few weeks they've got the Cowboys, they've got the Bengals, which again Joe Burrow can do some things, but I think that defense is going to put some some stuff on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they play the Jaguars. Really and truthfully, Thanksgiving weekend's the next time they're going to see a team that's going to battle with them. That's when they see Baltimore for the second time. And then they play the Washington football team. The Bills could be tough on them. And then they see the Bengals, the Colts. I mean, 
This is on a crash course with a really, really like a one-two loss regular season. It it could be, and I'm I think the Jets are bound to just snag a win here. And like you said, the Steelers with next week being the Cowboys, Ben DiNucci, that third string quarterback for the Cowboys is going to have to play again because Andy's on uh, Andy Dalton second string under Dak. Uh, the red is, rifle is a uh, under COVID nineteen protocol, so Jaguars uh, shouldn't be an issue like many of those other. Yeah, teams. he's not even going to see oh uh, uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, what is it, Super Stash? Mister, he's got a great mustache and a killer mullet. Yeah, he's Either got he's way. got it all. <laughs> he's got it all. Yep, yep, and he plays for the Jaguars. Moving on. Uh, the the Chargers and the Broncos game. That's the one that really hooks in for us. We were both Broncos fans. Mm-hmm. Again, how did your Broncos fandom come along? Was it Peyton? Well, I used to be a uh, Colts fan uh, with Good Peyton. Deal. And when I was younger, when he went to the Broncos, I, I followed Peyton there. And pretty much I've been a Broncos fan ever since just because he left. I've been a Von Miller fan for a long time. Sad to see him go. Well, sad to have see that ACL See the injury. injury, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sad to He'd see him go out this season. And, yeah, I've been a fan of them, and the Super Bowl win was pretty good and uh, been stick with them. Hopefully we can get – it's just my favorite team in college, Tennessee, of course, quarterback issues. Broncos, I like Drew Locke, but I think we still have quarterback issues since he was injured for three weeks. I mean – Yeah. Just, I still like Drew Locke, though. I think, I think he's, he's a gunslinger. good, yeah. And he's a heck of a dancer. Is he? No, did you see his little touchdown dance? Oh, the one where he was. Now that was insane. I was. I it wasn't on TV. The dance or the touchdown? Both. Okay. And the end. I I I couldn't believe it. I thought we lost because we were at the 17 yard line and or I think it might have been 17 16 yard line, and we threw a pass and it was incomplete. But they called that flag and then we get on the Warren yard line with zero seconds and just. Yeah, and that, unt- that pass was not open. <laughs> Untimed down, Broncos score 21 unanswered in the fourth quarter, 31-30 to the victory. Uh, Justin Herbert and Drew Locke, though, they really put it on the line. I like Justin Herbert. The, the, the Chargers kind of forced into action quarterback, and I think he's doing a really good job. He threw three touchdown passes, 278 yards passing. Justin Jackson had 89 rushing yards. Mike Williams, 99 yards and a touchdown, but not enough to take down those Broncos. Have I ever told you the story about how I stuck with the Broncos? So I'm full-blown college guy. Yeah. College basketball, college baseball, college everything. I like professional sports. I have a, a, I have a fandom for, for professional sports, but I really follow players that I liked in college. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, mostly Tennessee, right? So in the NFL, for a long time, I only watched NFL because of Peyton. Then Eric Berry got in the league. Then other pieces got in the league. Then Alvin Kamara gets in the league. Jason Witten's playing with the Cowboys. All of those pieces. And so I'm kind of keeping up with it. Well, then I'm a Colts fan, number one, because that's where Peyton's at. Well, then they make a judgment that, uh, you know, they're going to save money. They're going to get Andrew Luck, da-da-da. I immediately start disliking the the Colts, and I like the Broncos. And and here's the deal. Back in the day, this will this will make this will be good for you. Uh, I had a Nintendo sixty four. Do you you, you yeah. got him a Nintendo sixty four? I had a Nintendo. Yeah. You have one? No. Yeah. I mean, I had a DS back in the day. That's that's a long way from a sixty four. A sixty four though was like early early signs of like football games just i mean it was just senior of like tech mobile and again that's a google if you haven't seen that too but 
the the Broncos were really cool in like uh, NFL quarterback club 97, 98, what have you, because Dan or John Elway, Terrell Davis, uh, Ed McCaffrey, which is Christian McCaffrey's dad, uh, and all those pieces, Shannon Sharp. There was a lot of great players that were on their back-to-back Super Bowl champion teams when yep. they, and it was kind of cool because they went from the what I call the uni, unicorn uniforms to the current look. Yeah, the- and uh, and then they won two Super Bowls, so I'm like, see, look, even even wins don't like your uniforms. But mm-hmm. so I liked the Broncos once they made the switch. They gave Peyton a chance with the neck injury, and then uh, and then when he retired, I'll be honest, I legitimately looked at it and went, I don't even know if I need the NFL anymore because mm-hmm. you know Eric Berry was with the Chiefs, but for whatever reason, I just I can appreciate the Chiefs. But I don't know that I would ever buy Chiefs gear. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you kind of root for them behind the scenes, yeah. but you're not going to show the team out. Well, yeah, it's kind of one of those deals. And I think it's from a, a lot of uh, culture shock from growing up uh, uh, watching wrestling. The yellow and red only makes me think of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's just his I used to be a big WWE fan. WWE. Do you remember when it was the WWF? I, I mean, I obviously know what you're talking about, but I didn't really watch it yeah. at the time. I was there through the big debacle, it and the World Wildlife Federation. I still feel like W the wrestling should have got the rights to WWF. Really? Yeah. I just feel like you call the other one like the Wild Duck Organization. <laughs> yeah, or might as well, huh? But anyway, anyway, take all that aside. Uh, another reason I like the Broncos, they got orange jerseys. I feel like that's my motif anyway, so just rock and roll. Uh, but then I've just kind of stuck with them. But kind of to your liking um, – Tennessee has quarterback issues, and honestly, since Peyton's left, they've just had issues, like wherever it is. I mean, I think Phillip Lindsay's been a bright spot. I think Cortland Sutton's been a bright spot. I hope that Jerry Judy's going to be a bright spot, uh, but ultimately, I just I'm like, man, I start liking you, and then you stop winning. Yeah, that's just how it goes. The defense. We've had a couple guys. Akeem Talib has been gone. We've had. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. We had a couple guys that you know could have been with Melvin Gordon. I think's a good asset. Yeah. Do you do you have a second team? Yes, the Titans. Yeah. I just recently acquired a second team. Who is it? I think it's the Saints. The Saints. I think I like the Saints for Kamara purposes. Yeah. I mean, I I cheer for Kamara. I mean, for sure. Like I w- I would say like I cheer for a couple, and this for goes for all sports. But you know, you cheer for a guy. Like I always cheer for Alvin. You know, you cheer for Josh Dobbs on the side. Maybe he gets in one day. Yeah, you cheer hey, for, they're seven and zero. He's back with Steelers. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I cheer for I cheer for some certain players, but I I think Peyton Manning, Chris Paul, a bunch of those guys. I'll follow that team and cheer for the team too. I think that's exactly right. But hey, let's uh, let's run through the last bit of these. The, the Saints defeat the Bears there on Sunday night in overtime. 26 to 23. Uh, really, it's fun to watch because Drew Brees and Tom Brady just continue to go back and forth, back and forth on the all time lists, if you will. And they just continue to play and make those happen. Drew Brees, an older, in the latter part of his career, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, the leading receiver for the Saints, nine catches, 96 yards. The Niners fall to the Seattle Seahawks, 37 27. Yeah. And the Eagles defeat the Cowboys in the we don't want to win, we just have to take one uh, NFC, uh, the the division that they're in. Yeah. I mean, it's well, just it's a dumpster fire. 
The Saints and the Bears, that was fight night. Um, 49ers, that's uh, hey, what about that? Ba- what about the Bears guy that just went and, like, jacked old I know, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, I, I just showed Laura the video, and yeah. it was so funny. Like When I showed you that on the break yesterday and yeah. you hadn't seen it, I mean, it is. it was fight night, but 49ers, they lost Jimmy G and uh, – uh, they lost Jimmy G Kittle. and George Kittle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I told uh, I told Carson total transparency here. I told Carson I said, "Hey, JG's injured," and you would have thought I give him a Christmas present because he well, thought it was a different. He thought it was a different JG. Yeah. But anyway, uh, all jokes aside, Cowboys lose on uh, Monday night or on uh, you know last night Sunday night. Uh, 23 to 9. Uh, really just a lot going on for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, not football related per se, but uh, Ben DiNucci, uh, 21 of 40, 180 yards. Uh, Boston Scott for Philadelphia had 70 yards rushing. And Travis Fulgham, uh, yeah, I know you, you've got that jersey. Uh, Travis, Travis the, the Fulgham jersey, has six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Battle of guys you thought you knew, but you probably don't uh, in that matchup, 23-9. to nine. And then last night, the Buccaneers, uh, Tom Brady and those Buccaneers, uh, get the victory over the throwback Barely. Giants. You know, did you like the unis, though? thought they were good. You know, that that is screams like Lawrence Taylor to me. Like yeah. when, and I – I was not a huge fan of when they went back to the NY. I'm just like, you're in New Jersey. Like, your stadium's in New Jersey. And then, two, the Giants just look really cool. Like, just – but uh, Daniel Jones and those guys, he he battled – just not enough. I think Tom Brady just one more, one more possession, one more time, and uh, ten points in the fourth quarter uh, got them the victory. He he threw for two seventy nine and two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette had fifty two yards rushing, and then Sterling Shepard really chimed in for the Giants. Uh, he was their leading receiver. Yep, Sterling Shepard's a good player. I knew Fournette once he got healthy, he'd start playing more too. So. Is that not like the most football name out there? It's right up there with the the that running back for Ole Miss, I think. Tank Bigsby. Uh, Tank Bigsby, oh. And Cavassier Smoke. That's a good one. That's That's a good good one, one. yeah. Some cool names out there. Yeah, I like uh, Danico Slaughter. He plays for Tennessee. I like that name. That's a good one. But, hey, let's take our last break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll wrap up what's been a crazy Tuesday edition. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. 
with your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Tuesday edition, Election Day edition. But it guess is. what we're not talking about? The election. The election. The election. Not going to talk about it. There's plenty of places you can find out about it and understand what's going on. It just won't be here. Yep. Uh, pretty stoked about that. It's a plan. Sounds good to me. It's a game. Yep. Sure enough. Uh, but as we uh, as kind of finish out what's been a quick hour, 54 minutes in past the hour or six minutes before the top, either way, either way you want to look at it, um, a lot of, lot of different things to talk about and how uh, this is going to shake out for the week. Again, tomorrow uh, we'll, we'll dig in and, and kind of hit that tipping point, that midweek point, and get some Troy Provo Heron uh, time on the show. He's going to call in. He's actually out of town. I think he's – I don't know where he's at. I think he's in Louisville. Louisville. But 
Tennessee or Kentucky? No, I think Kentucky. Good, good call though. Uh, you know, it's funny. My buddy who is from Louisville, Tennessee, he uh, calls Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. So, it's yeah, so keep funny. Keep a difference between them. So funny. But uh, uh, I think the big thing coming out of today is, of course, breaking news. Broncos um, general manager John Elway, CEO Ellis, uh, they both test positive for coronavirus. I think as – Unfortunately, this uh, this late wave, October, November timing, more people are getting contracted with the virus. Uh, yeah. Again, we were seeing it locally as Heritage uh, had an outbreak there. They're not going to be able to play their their bowl game with Clinton this this Friday night. And then just just in our daily walk, uh, seeing a lot more positives, a lot more impact. So uh, again, just uh, take care of you, sanitize, uh, do the things you need to do to to be safe, and uh, and again, just. Um, Kind of do what you got to do. Yeah, got to gotta be sanitizing, washing your hands, doing everything you can to try to get away from this virus. I know it's a uh, big deal, you know, nowadays, and it's kind of like we kind of want to relax and take it easy, but, you know, you don't really want to get a virus. You don't want to get the flu. You don't want to get sick at all. So It's not really something you're interested in, right? Yep, not really interested in it, so try the best you can to stay away from it. Not so much. But, uh, you know, the trade deadline is approaching, and and some big-time winners at the end of the trade deadline. Avery Williamson uh, is a New York Jet heading to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Linebacker is going from a 0-8 Jets team to a 7-0 Steelers team. Don't think it gets any better than that. Hey, 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 I mean, look at him. He could get a ring on his finger. A big deal with the Steelers. I mean, who wouldn't want to go there, especially from being on the Jets? I don't think anybody wants to be on the Jets. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and here, here's the deal. Uh, Carlos Dunlap goes to the Seattle Seahawks. He's not a Khalil Mack, but I don't think there's a Khalil Mack in this trade deadline no. situation. So I think that's a huge get for them. Uh, and, and I think uh, there's some other uh, uh, pieces that, that's going to be uh, affected by this. But some downside to the trade deadline, one, one team that was uh, noticeably absent – uh, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah. The rumor mill had all day the possibility of Will Fuller from the Houston Texans heading to Green Bay. Would have really given uh, Aaron Rodgers a big piece of the puzzle, uh, but it looks like it's not going to happen. Packers didn't want to pay Houston's price, uh, so it looks like they're going to keep the uh, wide receiver in in uh, Houston. Uh, the, basically, there's a lot of options out there, but um, – I guess the Packers just not willing to pay that money. Yeah, they probably want to save something up, baby, for the free agency this summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they're going to tell people. <laughs> whether well, that's I what guess, they, yeah. What they did or not, uh, we'll, we shall see. Uh, you know, another toss-up, uh, Isaiah Ford, wide receiver, New England Patriots, leaving the Dolphins headed to the Pats. You know, a year ago, that's a great win for him, but now it's a toss-up. Cam Newton's your quarterback. Uh, a little unstable in that position, uh, you know. I think I think Bill Belichick says all the right things. He says, "Oh yeah, Cam's a, a worker and da da da," but I don't think they're building for Cam Newton to be a long term answer. No. So uh, I think Isaiah Ford to the Patriots. He's going to be in a good system, and we'll just see if that uh, necessarily uh, continues. Uh, to be an up and up. Another team that didn't necessarily make any noise, the Washington football team. Uh, Washington second-year quarterback Dwayne Haskin needed some help, 
and uh, didn't get it. So uh, we'll see if they, uh, Ron Rivera, Dwayne Haskins, and company, what they look to do the rest of this season, and then, like you said, you know what they're planning to do in the off season yeah. uh, with some uh, some uh, draft potential, and, uh, and and I think this is going to be a college year that that you really don't know what's coming out until people declare because people can go back based on COVID. So I think it's going to be a toss-up, uh, to say the least. Yeah, I think everything nowadays is just going to have to be a toss-up. <laughs> I think everything's wait and see, Carson. Yeah. And you know what's not wait and see? What? Tomorrow's show. Sounds we're, good. We're out of time. It's, again, about 35 seconds till the top of the hour. Uh, if you if you get off here and then check the election, it's your fault. But you didn't hear about it here. All sports for the fastest hour right here in Blount County. Carson, thanks for coming in. Yep. Always fun to talk. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.